Ida is so toxic. She's scary. I would mm. I would still go there though. Oh, listen. I you know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was imagining myself as Hetty a few times. Yep. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi, guys, and welcome to episode 114 of the TT's podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are two twos. We're back. I thought I would have forgotten that intro. We've been away for so long. We've been away for seven weeks. Almost two months. That's crazy. It doesn't feel cries. like it's been too, too... I mean, it feels like that to you lot, but to us, it hasn't felt like we've been going I'm that not going to lie. It feels like we were in the studio the other day. Yeah, <laughs> it really... Lie. It feels like time has flown by, but we've been seeing the messages from people on Twitter and it's been hilarious. Like, yeah, it's been hilarious. We've missed you. We have missed you. We, yeah. we have tried. To be f- Some of it was Dapper's fault, you know. <laughs> Some of it was his fault. That's why we didn't put an episode. Some of it, we were just tired. Mostly it was our fault though, wasn't Mostly it? Mostly our fault. Obviously yeah. we went to Ghana. Mm. And Garnered. Yeah, Garnered, went to Garnered. We'll get into it, but we're happy to be back. We're happy to be back. We are happy to be back. We don't. We, listen, we don't want to leave you guys. We don't want to leave the Hetties to their own devices because they don't do a good job of like understanding the community. So we couldn't leave. I'm screaming. You know what I mean? Like, and what better time to come back during Pride Month? Exactly. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Do you know what? Yeah, I feel like it's Pride Month in June or July this year. I don't, because listen, it's really this is a question. Can you like, use the hashtag hashtag Tutu's podcast and let us know when Pride is because we're confused. Yeah, we feel like, like it's Pride now, but everything's in June and July. I mean. July July and August this year. Historically, is June has always been like the month of Pride, and then actual Pride celebrations have been in the first week of July. Okay, so the Pride celebration. Okay, but it is actually Pride Month. I mean, yeah, got to be. And about the Pride's London Pride is on Saturday, the second of July. Not that we are promoting London Pride, but. That's when it is, you know what I mean? There's Birmingham Pride, there's Brum Pride. Yeah, Do you know what? Yeah, I was Pride. talking to um, one of my colleagues about Brum, uh, Brum Pride and he said that he thinks the gays, he's a gay man, he thinks the gay men from Birmingham are, they are cringe. Oh no. And they think they're, they're too nice. Oh no. <laughs> is it true? If you're from Brum, let us know, boy. Oh child, sorry. Let us know. But what have we been up to? Well, we've been up to quite a lot. First of all, we went to Ghana. Went to Ghana. We went to Ghana for Easter, Easter break, and we desperately needed that break. <laughs> yeah, we need a break. We went to Ghana for fourteen days. Mm. Well, I will end up being there for fifteen days. And yeah, should we get into the trip? Yeah, let's get into let's it. Give you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the Ghana trip. Ghana was Ghana was good. Yeah, Ghana was. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I feel like when you. So this Ghana trip, we were out of the quiz. We were yeah. out of the quiz. We were out with the masculine presenting babes. Um, once or t- one or maybe like one night, we we're out with one of the gay boys. But we saw them out all the time. Right. Um, but yeah, for me, it was all about being out with the masculine presenting mm-hmm. women, yep. and we really. I feel like we're part of the community there now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> <Ish>. we, <laughs> Like we know, like a few people there, and so like we was out with them. We went. We, there was one night where we went like club hopping. We went to air. No, we went to um, Bloomba. There we go. We went to front and back, front and back. It's we called front back. Yeah. <laughs> it's not called front and back. Front it's and back. Front back. <laughs> <laughs> we went to front back. We went to a few like maybe like five different bars, and it was great. It was yeah. a great night. We went to what's that place called? The last stop. That people or mood bar. Not mood bar, the other one. The one where I don't really like the setup. I didn't like the setup at any of the clubs in Ghana. I can't so like Ali Bar. We got, yeah, yeah, yeah. The long one. Yeah. I, I don't like any of the setup. No, we went no, so to we Ali Bar, then Ali Bar. Then when we left Ali Bar, is it tonight where we went we we went in the car with yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we went to um Bloom Bar. We went to so we went to Bloom Bar. Let's talk about it in step by step. We get to Bloom Bar and this was our first night out of the quiz, right? Mm. So we've messaged them, Instagram, whatever, whatever, meet us here. So they met us, first one met us in Bloom Bar. Mm-hmm. And she came and we actually met her on our trip in 2018. Before in 2018. Yep. So it was a nice link up. Good to see her again, catch up. And you know how the gays are in the UK, yeah. You don't know if they're friends or not. Or not with that, especially yeah. when it's masculine presenting people. So I had to kind of give her a heads up, you know, this is his coming. Do you guys have an Do issue? Because yeah. I have never seen, they're not even, I don't think we're mutuals on Instagram. Yeah. So, and I'm thinking, 
if we know them, surely they know each other because the community S- must be small. small. Yeah. Um. So I thought, oh, maybe there's beef because so I gave her a heads up just in case, and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, I know her. That's yeah, that's cool. And when they came, they did greet each other. So the second friend came with her friends, and I think there was like four of them that came mm. that first night. So for, like four of them came, and by now, so now there's like seven of us masculine presenters. <laughs> Vegas. This club in like, the middle of Bloombar. In the middle of Bloombar. But Bloombar, I feel like I felt um Safe. protected there because mm. we know the manager of Bloombar is our friend. Um shout out to Rebecca, who actually t- told us to start this podcast in the first place. That is so mad. Yeah, yeah she yeah. told us to start this podcast. So I think like I felt protected there. Right. And um compared to the last time we went to Bloombar in twenty eighteen, there was lots of looks and whatever, and it was also December, so there were more people. Yeah. Um so yeah, anyway, so I've asked the friend that came first. Cause she looked a bit, a bit, you know, what I mean, a bit tense, nervous, isn't it? Yeah, a bit yeah. tense. And she was like, she's never been out of this many gay people before. Fair enough. That's yeah. what I was saying in the other episode. Like, if it's two people, two queers, it's fine. But if it's like three, four, five, six, then it, yeah. These and there were seven of us. These people are gay as hell. Yeah. Like, and we were obviously all masculine presenting, weren't mm-hmm. we? Every, and everyone had locks. Everyone, everyone had locks. <laughs> Did every single person have locks? Every, everyone apart from one person had locks. I'm done. And um, his address code. It's address code, and so she was basically like, she feels uncomfortable. Um, And you know what? I feel like they all, to some extent, felt uncomfortable. Apart from one, apart from the main one, right? Um, I think they all. We don't want to mention names, but the main one is quite known. So the main one is quite known. Yeah, that's why. So um, yeah, so that's yeah, basically. And I think in that like sort of situation, we recognize our privilege because even though we were in Ghana. Like, and you know what it is with the laws and stuff, yeah. We still sort of felt a bit protected. We still felt like we can go, we can still go to the British yeah. Embassy and say, Look, they're trying to do this, yeah, because of our they British will save us. yeah. They and was, exactly, yeah. And do you know, also that night, somebody came up to us and asked if we're from Tweety's podcast that night. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they also asked if we were Jean's friends. Shout out to Jean, yeah. And yeah, I feel like that it was, it felt, um weird being recognized in Ghana but it was nice do you know mm-hmm. what I mean I guess it feels welcoming and stuff like that so anyway they told us to basically back our drink so we can leave so we left we went to Ali Bar and I feel like Ali Bar is kind of like where a lot of queer people go yeah yeah like probably where they yeah. feel they're most like comfortable in it yeah. yeah 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 and that was good like we got we got a bottle of let me tell me about the drinks in Ghana yeah <laughs> Chat. everything in Ghana is quite cheap at a reasonable price do you know what i mean except for alcohol and like imported branded stuff mm-hmm. so the alcohol is just like as much as the alcohol here yeah. maybe like a, maybe few a, quid, bit cheaper. a few quid off yeah do you know what well, I mean? the, the, the captain morgan bottle that night was cheaper than 15 pounds yeah the but first that's, night but so that's, that's the only bottle we bought boy but that's, but that's how possible. much you get it in the in the shop though Yes, fourteen pounds on the shop here. Yeah, so it was like around the same price, and obviously we halved it and we just shared it amongst each other. Well, actually, followed us to the end of the trip. It actually did, you know. We still had it on the last day. I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm done. The trip. Yeah. So done. But um, but that goes to show we didn't we didn't actually drink that much in Ghana as I thought we would. We went to duty free. Bought drinks. Did we finish drinks? We didn't finish the duty free drinks. All we bought were two bottles. We brought them back to London, and well, Honey took it. Honey took it back. And yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was the heat. I don't know what it was, but we didn't drink yeah. as much as I thought we would drink. Mm. I didn't remember us being ever being that drunk no, in Ghana. Yeah, unless compared to the first 2018 trip, I don't remember us being that drunk in Ghana. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's because we need to be hyper. Wait, I don't know what it was, but anyway, we weren't. So and that alley bar is the venue with the rubbish. It's just a, it's literally an alley. Yeah, it's just a like this long, straight, narrow you know, venue, and it's just like, it's not very practical for dancing. And you know, you're playing Aman Piano. How are you supposed to dance in one narrow Some guy spilled a drink on me. Sorry, he spilled a drink on me. Actually, he spilled my drink on me. Damn. Yeah. That piano was really... No, it was when Black Sharif came on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I fucked up. Yes, it was when that came Listen, on. Listen, that song in Ghana, they're obsessed with it. It pops. And, and, and do you know what? I didn't really care for the song before I went to Ghana. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm on it. I'm yeah, on yeah, it Ghana joining it. Yeah, yeah. Did I think from Ali Bar we left to go to front back? Yeah. And when we left, when the police, so the police stop. So basically, now how it is in Ghana in the middle of the night, 
there's police like every 10 15 minutes stopping you yeah mm. but they don't stop you they kind of just flash their light and you can go that was our experience we never got searched in ghana mm. with any of the ubers that we were in or any of the cars that we were in however the lot behind us got stopped and searched mm. and they said that they knew it was going to happen because they, they've got locks and obviously they're masculine presenting as well mm. but yeah so they searched them but then they let them go and they said it was more of like just an intimidating kind mm-hmm. of tactic and but they but they were so like cool i, I loved that they were just themselves for everything. Yeah, they were. Even though they were nervous and stuff, I think it takes so much like guts, like and courage to come out, you know, and be yourself, especially in Ghana. Because even a lot of them, like the mask presenting women, like when they go to work from Monday to Friday, they kind of dress in like feminine or like kind of neutral, like clothing. Yeah. But for them to come out like and be themselves, I think it takes a lot to do that. Yeah. And yeah, man. Like, yeah. I, Commend I feel like them. if they came to London and came out of us a club, I, f- I don't feel anyone will look at them twice. No. I feel like they will fit right in. Yeah. You know, so that was really, um, it was just cool to see them presenting in the ways that they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. They didn't, I don't know, like, even when, like, remember when she had a um, set at Sandbox? Yeah. Even that day, I remember like there was bare people looking, but they just didn't care. Mm. They didn't care a lot of the times. And I, I think even one of them brought their girlfriend around and, they were doing up their boo loving. They didn't care. They just, do you know what? I'm not, not to say they didn't care. They did. But Nana always says, is, is life and death to choose to be yourself mm. or not? And I feel like they've just chosen to be themselves. Yeah. And whatever happens is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But at least they're being themselves while they're alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were all very welcoming for our whole trip. We went out with them quite a lot. And yeah, yeah. we even went to the house, one of their houses, and she made us yam, bold yam, and um, what was it? Corn beef stew. That corn beef stew. It's like Nana didn't really eat on that trip, but this day <laughs> she even had seconds. <laughs> I had seconds. I had it with yam and I had it with rice. Yeah, it, it was, was nice. It was nice. It was good. Um, outside of being with the queens, did we talk about the girls? <laughs> the girls. The girls. Guys, okay. So the first night, yeah. <laughs> the first night, yeah. I'm walking around. I think I was. I went to the toilet and then I came back and some guy wanted to talk to me some uncle and he was just like oh i really want to talk to you da, da, da. mind you i'm dressed how i usually dress yeah in my, in my boy's clothes right and he's telling me he wants to talk to me i was like, I was all right. I was like okay cool so i gave him my number okay talk about that later and then oh walking. yeah i forgot about him yeah i had to block him but he was gonna my nerves he was calling me too much we thought that we'd get drinks on him but Listen. the thing that annoyed me yeah <laughs> <laughs> The thing that annoyed me is that he was wearing shirts in the club. Exactly, one white shirt. Like really serious. I was thinking, yeah, he was talking bare and wasn't buying the drink. Listen, I'm I'm parched. (laughs) (laughs) Where is my drink? Like, and yeah, so you know, I gave him a number and he was like, oh, like, do you want to go out or take you out? But after I was like, I don't really want to go and sit there and pretend to like him. I can't bother to do that. Do you know what I mean? So. You know, I just passed on that offer and I blocked him. But <laughs> when I was walking past the bars, I one girl like grabs me, and I'm looking like, who is this grabbing me? Yeah, and she's like, oh, um, she grabs me and she's just like, oh, what's your name? Da 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 da. And I was like, oh yeah, I gave her my name and I gave her my Instagram. She's like, can I have your can I have your Instagram? I was like, cool. I gave her my Instagram and I'm trying to leave to go back to my friends. She's like, no, you can't leave. I said, I need to go back to my friends. She was like, if you leave. I'm never going to speak to you again. Miss, I just met you. It doesn't, yeah. And I asked her, I asked her, I was like, how old are you? And she was like, I think she said 22 or something like that. And I said, ah, you're too young for me. Like, she's like, oh, that, like age is nothing. Like age is nothing basically. Cause I was like, I'm 30. She was like, oh, it doesn't matter. That's such a universal thing. They say that here and all. Yeah. They <laughs> literally don't, they literally don't care. She was like trying to lips me. This was in the middle of a club. She was trying to lips me in the club. That was our first night in Ghana. That was we first landed that day. We, we landed that day. We went to the yeah. club. <laughs> and she's trying to lips me. And I was like, no. She's freeing it up too much. I'm scared. <laughs> I am scared. And the next day, like, she calls me. And she's just there chilling, having a conversation. Mm. I'm on holiday, babe. I've got things to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm not just chilling. Do you know what I mean? And then I see her out again. I think it was like two days later. And she was like, oh, you didn't tell me it was going out. I said, you didn't tell me it was going out. Like, why do I have to tell you I'm going out? We saw her in uh, mood. mood. Yeah, yeah, we saw her mood and she was like, you didn't tell me it was going out. Oh, she was doing too much. She was doing a lot and she was hugging me tight. There's video evidence. There's video evidence of her <laughs> hugging me tight. And then, like, she was calling me after that and, I did, like, I ignored her calls. And then I saw her again at Bloom Bar, yeah. And she was, she, she was giving me one 
dead stare. Like, it, I just gave me one dead stare because she was upset in it. When in Bloom Bar? Yeah, that day. Was she in Bloom Bar when we got the bottles? Yeah. She was in Bloom Bar that day. Bar. I don't This is when she was leaving, though. She like, was this is when it started raining. After, you know, after we did the um, 360. Oh, it started raining. Yeah, it started yeah, raining. Yeah, That's yeah, when I saw her. Yeah. And she was she was upset. Anyway, she still messages me to. She, yeah, she wanted to know when I didn't mention what she had for birthday. <laughs> She's so interesting. She told me her birthday and obviously I forgot. And she messaged me and she was like, Oh, you'd even wish me. You know Africans. Yeah, you'd even wish me. You'd even wish me. <laughs> I was like, nah. It's that same night. I went to the toilet. I come out to the toilet and this um girl was like, Oh, you're so handsome. I'm thinking handsome. How <laughs> <laughs> many things were handsome, ain't it? Yeah. And so like, but do you know what? Yeah, I think one thing I realized is that they're very heavy on using more like gendered. Gendered. Yeah. Language, language. Yeah. So, like when we saw um, um, coffee, he was like, "Oh my god, the boys are here, the boys oh. are here." And I'm thinking, oh. "What? Okay, it's cute." Yeah, I feel like they're trying to like sort of like respect our gender identity and our the way we express our gender expression. However, I don't think they understand the nuance that we have here because I think their gender expression is quite binary in Ghana because maybe they yeah. just don't have. The Do language you know I think? for it. I think it's just one way here and it's one way there. I just think that's just how I they do it. I just don't because think it's because when we went the first time, he told us mm-hmm. that over there they call the gay boys girls, whether yeah, you're masculine or not. I don't think I, the thing is, I don't think it's explored to the depth nah. where we how we explore it here. Nah, and I that's why it's so. so binary. Yeah, I don't think so. I've the girl um that I was speaking to, she, well, they said that she uses she they pronouns. Yeah, and then she said that the only reason why she uses she they pronouns is because she doesn't think Ghanaians like would get with her just being they right, them right, so that's right. the reason but is she yeah. an international babe no, no no she's only been in ghana well, that's like, interesting yeah, yeah. gen z though he's gen z um, you know how they are TikTok. <laughs> so um yeah so back to the story she was like oh you're so handsome i was like oh thank you and then um she's like will you take me home she didn't ask me what my name is she didn't ask me anything because will you take me home tonight and i was like how old are you and i think she said 20 mm. and i said i'm 31 babes and then, she, and then her friend was like what is 11 years <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> so what is eleven years? And she goes, so you want to take me home? And I was like, nah, you're too young. And she, to all I don't know what her name is. She doesn't ask me what my name. What is this take me home? Because that girl was asked when we saw her mood. She was like, oh, I want to come home with you. I said, no, please. Listen, Nana said that we don't know if they're a thief. We can't really I don't know if she's a thief, if she's a witch. Like, I can't bring no. you to my father's house. No. Like, no. No, you can't be doing that. Do you know what I mean? And then there was another night we went out and then... um this guy was speaking to... This is not that you stayed at home after mm. Honey's birthday. So this guy was speaking to my friend and his... his I don't know if it was his girlfriend or just a girl that mm-hmm. he, he met, yeah, um, that night. Cause, but all I know is he was popping bottles. So I was happy for him to speak to my friend because he was popping bottles, boy. All of us were drinking that Hennessy XO, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, <laughs> and then the... So this girl, she follows me to the toilet well, yeah, she follows me. No, she follows him to the toilet and he was talking to me. So she comes in afterwards and then she starts talking to me in front of him. And I can see that he was kind of like, What is going on here? And then when we left, she asked for my Instagram in front of my friend because obviously her guy was talking to my mm. friend. And her friend just came over and just looked. And she was like, Rose, do you know who you are? Look at her. Um, <laughs> she said that in front of the girl. She said, look at her. But the girl didn't care. The girl didn't care. She said, take my Instagram. They don't care. Me they, they proper don't care. And they're so chill with it as well. Yeah. They're proper chill. Yeah. Like, And can I say, all the girls we're talking about are from Sierra Leone. They're all living girls. Oh, <laughs> they're all living girls. Sierra Leone girls, yeah. They're so forward. Like, yeah. even the ones here, like... They're so forward. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. They're all from Sierra Leone. I don't know. It like scary. Even when I went to do, we went to do our shopping for our like little bits and mm. souvenirs. The woman we went from was from Sierra Leone. What are they all doing there? I don't know. But you know what? Sierra Leone did have the ball in the early 90s. And that wasn't that long ago. So Sierra Leone still hasn't been fully built mm, up since. That's why people are still coming. So yeah. So probably in Ghana for opportunities yeah. and stuff. Or to do. And a lot of them, these girls are all young. Maybe they're there for uni. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they're there for uni. Yeah, who knows? And like the one that I met is a dancer in it. So like, I don't know if yeah. she does music reviews. <laughs> they were so interested. They were so... Even the one I was meant to go on a date with. Remember the one I was meant to go on a date with... Um, Shout out to her. She listens to the podcast. Shout out to oh, her. Oh, does she? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to her. She listens to the podcast. I'm but done. yeah, she. I came back to London and she didn't know I'd come back to London. 
And she was kind of like, oh, I thought because we she, she messaged me, oh, meet me here tonight. I was mm. like, oh, actually, I'm in London. <laughs> it's kind of late. So she was like, wow, so soon. Da, da, da. So, yeah. Shout out to you, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting. We found out like the girls in Ghana were very forward and just, yeah, like, they're very, even if they don't speak to you, they'll be looking at you dead in your eye. There was one girl that first night as well, looking at me dead in my eye. Um, oh, that woman who was sat in the same spot yeah. every time we went to Kruna. <laughs> Wait, so this is club Kruna. This girl was in the same spot every time we went to Kruna with just a different wig every day. Yeah, it's just, yeah, boy. And I saw her at Bloom Bar that night. We did like the PR stuff. Yeah. And she barged me on purpose. I pretended that I didn't see <laughs> The Ghanaian girls, they're really Ghanaian. Even the, um, when we spoke to the masculine presenting babes, they, they have their own gay dramas everywhere. Oh, they everywhere. have their drama. They have the girls. One of them actually was saying that they dated some really popular person. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Is that what's going on in Ghana, yeah? yeah? No, there's a lot going on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Ghana was good. It was just, I feel like 2018 or this one, which trip was better? Oh, it's hard because they're so different. Yeah, because I very feel different like, experiences. Yeah, very different experiences. I feel like we partied hardcore in 2018 where like we literally just went out we slept in the afternoon and did it all over again. Yeah. And this time, I think it was just like a slower pace where we kind of got to enjoy like Accra a bit more. Yeah. You know, indeed. it's just different. It's yeah, just we different. went out to eat to so different places. Yeah. Um, Ghana's changed a lot from 20, only, 20, only 2018. There's just so much. up. A lot of people have, I guess, from the diaspora have gone back and built businesses. Right, right. Um, clubs, bars. There's so much choice. Restaurants. There's so much choice now. Yeah. Like, there's so many bars, there's so many restaurants. Like, But what I enjoyed most was like the foods. Like yeah, going to like our bowels were moving mad. That's what happens off. though. It was happening. Oh, my bowels have not returned after seven no, weeks. Yeah, it's it's mad. We've well, been back for about four weeks, four or five weeks yeah. now. My belly is not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not back to it's, normal. It's, it's not. But the food like was just heavenly. Like we went to living room. I had fufu and what did I have? Peanut soup and chicken. Oh, what did I have again? You had a lot. Yeah, you had to. Like, Let me talk like, about Burger Boys. Listen, Burger Boys. So Burger Boys. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> It's a burger joint. It's not even a joint. Basically, they make burgers outside the club, but they they actual like little shops. Yeah, there's one outside garage. There's one outside Ace. That's and there was one somewhere else. I don't remember, but those are the two that we saw. This burger, the sauce in the burger, yeah, was it? I need it right now. They have egg in it, you know. They have egg in the burger. Fried egg. They fried egg. They put in the burger. No Ghanaians, we love egg. It was great. It was ah. I even tried to save one to eat the next day. But they put it in the fridge and there was ants all over it. Is this garnered? It's garnered. Leave food out, do you know what I mean? Nah. But um, we really enjoyed um the beach. Oh, yeah. We had a good time on the beach. Oh, shout out to my man. Is he even a boyfriend? I can't remember his name. But the guy on the beach, Wakanda. Wakanda we went beach, to um yeah. Coco Bite. Uh, we was calling that it, I say it? Yeah, we was calling it Coco Bright before. <laughs> We are useless. <laughs> when I said, when you, I think you said it to your mom and she was like, yeah, Cobra. Huh? Like, and the thing is, my mom, like, she was, I think she bought land there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, Coco Bright. She was like, this is where you bought land. She was like, I didn't buy land in a place called Coco Bright. Like, what are you talking about? And then something clicked. She, I think it clicked. She was oh, you mean Coco Bite? Yeah. She's like, first of all, I didn't even buy land there, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> Coco Bite. Like, that was, that was really fun. Um, we had a great time on the beach. Yeah, we had a good time. It was by ourselves. Yeah, and because obviously it was it was closed because it was bank holiday or whatever, so they closed um, the beach. And it was just so nice. And it was, you know, when you're at one with like nature and the mm. sea and just like taking that all in and it's a moment of peace and a moment of quiet and it's slow. It was just that and it was very needed. I'm glad we had at least one day of that. Yeah, and I'm gl- it was Honey's birthday as well. We, so she wanted to be on the beach for her birthday, so... Mm. We saw her birthday in at nighttime on the beach, and it was just it was perfect. Perfect. Absolutely. It's perfect. It's a good time. The, the bites, the mosquitoes really bit us that day, though. And I just want to say, if you're going to Ghana, take your malaria tablets. We didn't take our tablets. We didn't, and we were fortunate enough not to get malaria, but we know somebody that did. So yeah, Nina got got it. Nina Rose, if she was in Ghana too, when we we're out there, shout out to Nina Rose. She was a guest on the podcast before. Yeah, and um, yeah, so we hung we hung out with her quite a bit. But she pop, did a post. Did you see her post about awareness for malaria? And it's because she got malaria. She didn't take tablets as well when she was out there. And she was on hospital for days. And she's only now 
just really recovering and we've yeah. been back from Ghana for like almost a month now yeah probably a month now or maybe even five weeks and she's only just recovering and it, yeah people die from malaria do you know mm-hmm. what i mean so don't be like us and be on vibes and take your malaria tablets <laughs> <laughs> we were just on vibes no, i've actually learned my lesson <laughs> even me towards the last i was sick towards the end of the trip but it wasn't malaria mm. don't know what it was all sick. I was sick as well. I didn't feel well when I came back. All of us, honey, was sick. All of us were sick when we come back, boy. But it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Being in Ghana, it was worth it. Cool. That's how I got to wrap up. Go to Ghana, guys. But yeah, yeah, I go mean... to Ghana if you want to know. Um, follow Black Volta. It's a page where it's basically nightlife in Ghana. Like, if you want to know what all the what's going on in Ghana, follow that page. They did a roundup today about events, June events, and they had Ghana Party in the Park from the UK there. Done. And the thing that's happening in Bloom, the Bloom. So the thing that's happening in Portugal is Bloom Bar. Yeah, Bloom Bar's event, yeah. in Africa, yeah. I thought they were just promoting it, but no, but they oh, actually they're... going to Portugal. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So um, Bloom Bar's going to Portugal for a festival, like a few weeks before the other festival that happens there that nobody <laughs> getting the refunds yeah, for. Mad. Um, yeah, go, go to Ghana. I would, I would advise it. Somebody messaged me the other day asking, is it safe to go there for us after the LGBT yeah, yeah. laws? And even, so we did actually speak to them about that, like how things have been. And they basically said, initially, when this anti-LGBT stuff um, happened, it was really tough for them. Mm-hmm. Like, it was hard for them. But they said now, like, they're like it's in the news, but in yeah. real life, no one's really talking no about really it. No talks about it. Yeah, and so. The, yeah, one thing is, like, it's, it's so funny with Ghanaians because, like, they're so chill and so calm and just, like, they usually just mind their business. But I think all of the things that they've heard about, like, homosexuality is just something that has been taught to them and something that's learned so if you ask the average like Ghana and they'll be like oh no it's wrong it's wrong if you ask them why they don't really have a reason they'll just say oh because the bible says that that is wrong but like they don't really have a like proper reason for it like, there's no reason I mean? and I there's think no that reason for it it's the people this is church leaders and it's the people who are in power who are pushing the narrative mm-hmm. it's not really Ghanaian citizens obviously mm-hmm. I can't speak for the whole of the Ghanaian citizens but from what we experienced and what we were told we were I mean we, we were I want to say 90% fine in Ghana. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of looks here and there, but we get looks here mm. too. Do you know what I mean? It's just what it is. Um, but nobody was, nobody shouted, oh, these fags, nothing. No one said anything like that. Listen, but from time a girl was trying to lips me in the club, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would yeah, be. Like, yeah. And I definitely had a cheeky dance in the club as well, in yeah, another club. So, yeah. you know, you, you know, were still able to do your thing a little yeah. bit. But, um, but at the same time, be, we recognise our be, privilege exactly. at the same time. Yeah. you got to be, still be safe as well. Like, have some awareness about you because you just don't know who is around you yeah. as well. So, yeah, be and safe yeah. and roll with people that you um, trust yeah. as well. Yeah, man. So that was Ghana. Round up. If you have more questions, use the hashtag. Tutu's podcast. And Yar. ask us. So what I'm, I'm going to pick a bone if you hashtag people, yeah. I'm done. Is you look can use the hashtag to tell us to drop an episode, but I don't see using the hashtag. When it goes out the episode, yeah. I should have said there's no episode until you don't use the hashtag. I should have said that. Anyway, we're here now. We we're here now. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, that's really interesting, guys. Like, Mm. don't be scared. We said it so many times. Don't be scared to use the hashtag, even if you're not queer and you enjoy. Because I feel like we've got like messages from people saying, "Oh, I'm not queer, but I really enjoy this this podcast." If you're an ally, you can shout about it. Like, the more people shout about it, the better. Do you know what I mean? Like, we love allyship, and we need more of it. Yeah, and we know you guys listen. So. I didn't even tell you, when I was on the way to selling last week, so me and Amrai did a shoot last week. Hopefully, it's coming out during Pride Month, so you guys will all see as a campaign for an American brand. But on the way there, in Oxford Circus, a shout-out to the person who stopped me. They stopped me and said, I'll listen to the podcast, keep going. Also, the MUA on set was like, your voice sounds really familiar. Mm. And I was like, does it? And she was like, I was like I've got a podcast. And she's like, what's your podcast called? And I was like, Tootie's podcast. And she was like... I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what it's called. And then mm. she was like, she looked on her phone and it, she was like, she's like, oh my God, it's you. I'm done. She's <laughs> like, I knew I knew your voice. And then she's like, obviously, I've never looked at your, your social mm. media, but she was like, I was literally listening to your podcast on the beach about a month ago in Peru, wherever she went. Oh, I forgot where bless. she went. But she was like, yeah, that's when she discovered it. Her friend was like, you would like this podcast. Mm. And yeah, and that was two people in one day. And then since then, since after that day, I think like, three others have said it so that was all in a week's time mm-hmm. so that's five people in a week that have come to me in, in public person, yeah. to tell me they listen to the podcast you look like you use the hashtag <laughs> you look like you use the hashtag please be using it too 
Please be using it to we need we need you to use the hashtag. We need engagement. That's how we grow. That's how we actually grow if you guys interact with us um and just spread the word. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um on to the next subject. Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. 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 I feel like we did. But I you feel give like some we, background. We spoke about yeah. this. I think um there was a video that came out um and Isaiah was in there, you know, doing some sexual things in the video. And um it was this big hoo-ha. But then a lot of I saw a lot of people in support of him mm. and they were like, I'm not gonna stop listening to his music just because he's whatever he identifies as and it's funny because when um what's his name came out channel orange oh frank ocean frank ocean came out it was kind of different so i'm seeing a little bit of growth and we're talking about like obviously you know that's more so like maybe like pop alternative r&b whatever and this is hip-hop mm-hmm. which is like ingrained like home, home in homophobia do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and toxic masculinity so it was nice to see that growth However, yeah, yeah. So this video surfaced of you know Isaiah Rashad, you know, doing some sexual activities with another man, mm-hmm. and there was you know public opinion on that, you know. And since then, being he, a man from hip, black man, that black man in hip hop, you know, he's in TD Kendrick Lamar's camp, and since then he's had an interview with what's his name, Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch the whole interview. And now, these days, I don't like to really speak on, f- like, like things that I haven't seen the like whole. I haven't seen the whole interview, so I can't really speak. I've only seen a clip. Mm. You know what I mean? And the clip was a bit, in my opinion, <laughs> a bit wayward. Like the line of questioning was a bit wayward. Yeah, it didn't really make all the sense. And there's been people questioning whether Joe Biden was the right person to conduct that interview. And that question is like up in the air, isn't it? Like, what do you think? Do you see the clip? Yeah, I saw the clip, and I think that um, when I hear strippiness, I click off. So, <laughs> like, ob- like Dana said, we didn't watch the whole thing, and mm-hmm. I actually wanted to watch the whole thing before mentioning this on the podcast, mm-hmm. but it was it was recent, so let's just talk about it. Do you know what I mean? And um, but basically, he asked a question about what being fluid meant, and he said, he basically said, does that mean you're mono- you're non monogamous? And there are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. Like monogamy is something that's it's a relationship style. Yeah, it's just not really to do with being queer. It's just everyone can be monogamous or non-monogamous. Yeah, so it's like, not about your sexuality. It's not a sexual identity or your gender identity, yeah. whatever. He said he's fluid, and I feel like in this day and age, if you're going to conduct interviews, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be perfect. You don't need to be, need to be from the community. However, you should be open. That's what I think. But I also feel like if you're going to conduct interviews, you should do your research. No, yeah, you should like, definitely do your research, especially just, on something like the, the LGBT community. Like, I think these days you need to do your research. I think it's just, you know what? Not even, just, I just feel like it's across the board because you come across as somebody who hasn't prepared. And you, you come across as somebody who's committed to misunderstanding as you know, well but then again that that in that another interview has come out with joe budden saying if i was bisexual so what or something along that i forgot what it is yeah but the bisexual thing and but you know what i feel like it's difficult because even tank did you see tank's interview oh, where he said he that could, how, he could um so he basically he performs at pride events yeah, yeah and he was just like people have called him gay because he performed at pride events and he's like you know like I, i'm gonna perform the same way i'm performing in front of women i'll perform the same way i'm performing in front of gay men straight men whatever the thing is like, the problem is he used he, the word sissy he though. called queer yeah. men sissies yeah and obviously that's derog- derogatory do you know what i mean like yeah. i mean i just feel like you have to read the time that you're in now like you're sitting on your tank you're sitting in a big interview that obviously is going to go public you think about what you're saying you don't use the sissies in, like it's just for instance it's like black people being able to call each other the n-word mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and it's and some queer people do still use the F words mm. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But it's up to you, the group yourself, to use it if you want to use it. But other people shouldn't be able to use those words. Do you know what I yeah, mean? It's, yeah, I think it's that. But I feel like it goes deeper to say, with Joe Budden and with Tank, I think it goes to say that if, you, if you're going to speak publicly about a community, you need to know what you're talking about. But this is what like, I'm saying. Like, Tank Do doesn't your... have interest. Do you know what? I believe that you can actually genuinely not have an issue with any lgbt people where you can understand things however like your understanding goes your understanding if you're honest earlier your only your understanding is you know they're okay over there and not actually caring about the community and knowing 
what to say. What to, and he also made it seem like, oh, it's a payday. Yeah, it's a check. He's it's like, I'm going to get the bag. I'm going to get the bag. I don't care who it is. There's still some um, um, homophobic undertones in there. Yeah, no, definitely. And so I can believe that, yeah, cool. You don't have an issue with the community. But I can also... And he was all kept on saying that he's cool. He's he's secure. In his sexuality. And whatever. But then if you cared that much, then you wouldn't have used that word. You would know that it's Do offensive. you know what's interesting about, like, in the, the entertainment business is that there's so many queer people around them. You're talking about MUAs. You're talking about hairstylists. You're talking about um, clothes stylists, wardrobe. All of these people in this, like, entertainment industry that are, that are either, like, gay or even trans and all of that. And it's just like, there's just not enough care taken. These are the people that are consistently around you. Yeah. But there's no care taken. You don't care to go on the interview and call queer men a bunch of sissies. Yeah. Did you see um, the Saucy Santana interview as well? On the Breakfast Club show. Oh, when they called that man in. Yeah, yeah. And they were kind of trying to put him on the spot about the fact that he likes um, Santana's music. So that was awkward for the guy and for Sasha Santana. This is what I'm saying. These these platforms like with Charlemagne and there was even another one with Kaylani. Did you see what happened with Kaylani? Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. in the beginning of the interview, this was like a this was a radio show. In the beginning of the interview, I think they were nervous, and I think that in them trying to not to get things wrong, they got it wrong. Because did you, see, did you hear what they said about it afterwards? Yeah, I saw the, what the woman said about yeah, what it. Woman said, yeah. But she, she, she's dumb. She's she was wrong and strong. She's she wrong and strong. She, she was, was dumb. Wrong and strong. But I feel like the guy was like, "Oh, they, she, like." But he was trying to like. I think he was trying to like make her comfortable. <laughs> but in that, he totally fucked up. Yeah, like, and she was from the then. Kaylani was, was giving her body language and even the way she was answering back it was after that first introduction yeah. though it yeah. was after and that was the beginning no, they should have read it they, they should have read, read it and they should have known she's apologized. uncomfortable and just changed yeah. spoken about her music yeah, yeah 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 and they were asking her really invasive questions about her dating other artists and so you're not you're, oh you're not scissor and scissor that is totally inappropriate that is, that is so inappropriate they wouldn't have said that if it was a man and not in, not in not in that, like that. not they like that they wouldn't avoid it sexually like right because they ask that. questions about who people are dating but not like so explicit oh you're not mm-hmm. scissor and scissor that's insane why can't you be friends why can't two women just be friends why can't two women just be friends why can't they be making music why can't they be any of that stuff but i feel like kalani was good to give them the frosty energy that she gave them mm. she should have walked yeah. out i feel like like she should have walked out and i think that from now on she probably is because that was so much and then the woman the um the, the lady that was on the show she came and she did some whole video about oh like she's kind of like spoiled and do you know what I mean like, like she should have we've she, been doing this yeah, for we, years yeah and we have yeah, this yeah. name on we have this name on we have this name on like we're not some small platform da, 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 da. Yeah. you people these platforms they don't know how to conduct interviews they're so unprofessional yeah they're so unprofessional and there's there's so much like undertones as you said of like bigotry there's so much you know Ariel. L'Oreal, she's a dumb bitch. And, <laughs> and her voice is annoying. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I think, though? I feel like people try to satisfy both sides. They try to satisfy the allies and LGBT community when it has to come to those conversations. But they also act up for the homophobes. And But this is the thing. Like, I saw someone tweet about how um people say that queer people are so defensive and we don't like we don't like jokes and stuff like we can joke but we can certainly read when the joke is at the our expense yeah and that's not cute mm-hmm. do you know what i mean that is not cute so no like yeah. we can take jokes but we ain't taking those fucking jokes do you know yeah, what i mean i think so talking of jokes can we talk about 20s mm. so i have finally what season two wow shock <laughs> I finally watched season two or twenties. Do you know what? I didn't know it was on BBC iPlayer. If I knew that, I would watch it. Yeah. It's so easy to watch yeah. BBC iPlayer. Yeah. yeah. So twenties, about masculine presenting lesbian in LA, trying to be a writer, mm-hmm. doing her thing. Boom. Yeah. When the reason why I said, I'm sorry if this is a spoiler for you. Then hmm, sorry, you should have watched it. Should have watched it by now. Me, I'm even. Late. Rosie's watched it. Exactly. So if I watched it, you should have no watched it. Now <laughs> today, you should have watched it. That lot. Do you know the episode where the dad stand up comedian? Mm started um kind of telling jokes but then at the same time he was giving the message to mm. to Hattie yeah I at first I was thinking Where is where's this, this going, going? <laughs> I was so nervous I was thinking Where? and even the friends mm. were all, all were like nervous and when they when he ended it with um that Hattie's a better man than he ever was I was a bit 
I was on the fence about I'm that. I'm quite on the fence about <laughs> that. Because I feel like Hattie, although she is masculine presenting, and and again, here we go with the like the very binary gender mm. like it, roles and expressions. It's just like, better man. But I see where he was going with it because in him, he was giving her a compliment and saying that she's better than him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like... I think it was interesting because throughout the whole series, I think particularly this one compared to the first series, they were quite focused on breaking down some of those stereotypes, especially with the mask for mask relationship. Oh, I love that. Do you know what I mean? I and feel whereas, like... Yeah, the first season, mask, Tati was like, no, your mask is so yeah, no. I would, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that masculine presenting couple pairing was fucking hot i loved it it was sexy know, as I, hell i was encouraged yeah <laughs> listen no, if you no. see my stud muffin yeah not tell me what you, muffin, you, you see jokes. me with my stud muffin listen, i don't want no one to blink listen if the if the mass babe is fine they can get it like it is what it is like at the end of the day like i just feel like attraction is attraction there are no like you can't you really can't explain it do you, you know, know what, what yeah I did, i'm not gonna lie i've said it before the podcast sometimes when i see someone else be thinking what's yeah, happening like, i'm not gonna lie sometimes i do have some some things to unpack yeah and right to unlearn right but the thing is i'm aware of it i'm aware yeah, of you it are, and it's you know what i mean um <laughs> but and, was, and i've tried to not but but when i watched it it was great i think this is the most natural very natural i felt which even it has nothing to do with me yeah <laughs> it's the most natural i felt witnessing and Two masculine presenting people. I feel like again, it's just because they allowed these masculine women to be multi-dimensional. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just like very binary and just like okay, this is a mass person and they're like the boy in the relationship or whatever. They allowed these characters to be different things at once, Mm -hmm. and they allowed them to be soft and they allowed them to be like tough at the same time. They allowed them to be so many different things that it was just Mm -hmm. like that's what that's what is real and that's what real people are like. As you said, it's very natural, Mm -hmm. and so I really enjoyed that pairing. That was great, you know, stud for stud representation. Oh my god, do you know what? When you told me there was mass mass for mass. um, scene i thought we like one scene i was surprised there was a lot going on that and it was, it was <laughs> if you have not watched it was giving the spoilers but go out and watch it it was giving yeah it was it was yeah it was yeah, yeah. listen guys i'm telling you if you see my stuff muffin don't even do you know so, rosie has said a lot of things this year and it's only <laughs> june you know um guys because of, because of breakup season didn't it i'm really <laughs> she said she said she's gonna have a man she said what else did you say I'm gonna, oh, have, I'm, gonna have a, I'm gonna have a gay man i want a gay man i'm thinking to oh i said that i'm gonna have a baby with somebody from twitter I'm gonna DM him and move to him. I said that I'm gonna get a start. Basically, everything but him. <laughs> I visited everything but getting him. And you know what? Yeah, it's not because I'm scarred by my relationship. You sound traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I'm equal. Well, not equally traumatized. I'm somewhat traumatized. And I feel like I've I swore off women, but you've decided to go like I'm going for a stud, guys, for a stud or a man. Or you know, the studs have been loving my TikTok. Let me tell y'all. Yeah, they if you haven't seen, yeah, <laughs> Rosie has been quite active on TikTok, and she posted <laughs> one particular TikTok where she showed. I just turned around her Hanyash, and then <laughs> Yash was Nyashing. Do you know what I mean? Then Yash was Nyashing. Those are my gym trousers. Those are my gym trousers. They're really yeah. Yashing in my gym trousers. Looking very. They're Nyashing anyway. To be fair, it's looking very peachy, guys. So <laughs> if you haven't seen that, follow her. What's your t- What's your TikTok? It's the same Roll River, same muscle. Roll River. Yep. Go go. And watch make sure that. you follow Tutu's podcast TikTok as well because we have some things coming. From we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But another thing about um twenties was how did you feel about like the storyline with i can't remember their names but like the bisexual guy and oh and the wife fiance. chuck and yeah. the fiance mm, do you know what i feel like it was real life mm. i feel like i think i was proud i knew it was coming yeah, yeah i knew yeah. that it was coming it was set up from season one wasn't yeah, it yeah i knew that it was coming but i think that um i think that it was a good way to show i think this whole season yeah was really good at unpacking stereotypes mm-hmm. and i feel that it was really good at showing the audience how to navigate things that's outside of being very binary and in mm. boxes so i think that um usually this dl this storyline he would have been a dl mm. do you know what i mean somebody's engaged a woman you like you like men too yeah. but you keep it a secret and you either don't explore it or 
you internalize it and be homophobic or you just be DL on the so side. It's mad because that's what Tyler Perry would have written. That is what Tyler Perry would have written. And I do like that these writers made them made him explore it. They yeah. made him be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we don't even necessarily see all the time in real life. A lot of people follow what they see in the media, innit? It's true. So they would have taken a Tyler Perry route and been a DL person and cheated on the wife the whole time. Yep. But I like that they were honest. I like that the I like that the wife was understanding as well. Mm-hmm. I like they didn't make her angry. Mm-hmm. I like that they've they made it okay for a black man to be queer. Right. And also be accepted as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting in season three how he's accepted being accepted by the family, because that's gonna be t- a whole different thing. Right. Um but I do like that and it was a man who's basically got his whole life set in front of him like rich family good career mm-hmm. big house a wife all the things on paper that look great but really he had this struggle and the thing is like he hadn't he he didn't have the time to really express that side of him yeah and i think that is it's very interesting when you you kind of come into your sexuality at a later age where you think you know everything about yourself and then it's like oh or he did get to explore it a little bit, but not, he didn't feel like he explored it enough. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because like his ex came by, spoiler. Um, and so that was yeah. obvious. That was that was the so job. yeah. That was so obvious. But yeah, I feel like it was nice to see that storyline where it's just like, okay, I haven't gotten a chance to explore instead of the whole cheating thing. And yeah, mm. as you said the deal thing, like. I get to go and explore that because mm. I feel like that often happens in real life, and people often shut it down completely or they cheat yeah do you know what i mean and i think on the flip side for the wife i think that her storyline they made it normal that when you're with somebody yeah you can love them but you can also be attracted to other people absolutely so like i do like that they explored that in a safe way as well mm. so obviously she went and spoiler she went and did a thing with someone else and they good came for you and, girl yeah, and they came back and spoke about mm-hmm. it and i feel like it was good to see the two a queer struggle and a straight struggle but it was just navigating in a very healthy way mm. whatever happens after that we're gonna find out to next season three yeah but so far i feel like a lot of things were navigated in quite healthy ways apart we haven't spoken about either apart from the relationship with hetty and ida Ida is so toxic. She's scary. I would. I would still go there though. Oh, listen. I you know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was imagining myself as Hetty a few times. Yep. <laughs> that is our new thing. Yeah. That is our new thing. Mm. <laughs> I would still go there. However, she is. To- she must be a Scorpio, child. She is She's definitely a Scorpio. Hundred. So toxic, and it's like I'm proud of Hattie for not go like for not like going back as soon as she calls like because obviously she's this oldest woman. She's got her career set out, and she's got she and can she fine. She, she fine as hell, <laughs> and she can give like Hattie opportunities and stuff like that. And I'm glad that like Hattie just like went with the person that was sh- like actually showing her love and giving her room to grow. And mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Being her peace and all of this stuff. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? And she chose the healthy person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, see, I feel like season three is going to be a toxic season be because it's, all these storylines have been left like yeah, kind of on a, like some sort of cliffhanger. Yeah, even Hattie driving last, off in the sunset of the last girl, and the girl that she was in the car with was flirting hard. Listen, if I was yeah, if I was Hattie, I would have given it to the girl. I was loving the vibe. That yeah, was, even when she was talking, it was yeah, man, it was some good vibes. Way it was, and but I don't really know why Hattie made that decision. I can't remember. I watched it a while ago. Do you know what? I feel like she, it was her car broke in it. So the girlfriend left first. Yeah. And then she was like, she's got an early morning. So she's going to go home. Hattie, but Hattie wasn't ready to go home though. But so the girl asked her, are you okay? And she's like, not really. So she's like, do you want to come back? So Hattie's car broke down. And she's like, do you want to come to mine and smoke? But they were flirting in Lauren's house, the white girl's house. Oh yeah, before. yeah, that's true. So it's just that they know why, what time it is. I'm just, I'm just questioning why if she was like, if she's happy with her babe, why she's going to smoke with the next babe that was flirting hardcore because these are the things that obviously like you can pick up you can pick up on body language you can know this girl likes you this girl that's asking you to go smoke some weed you know she likes you so why are you going to smoke weed why don't you just let her drop you home she want to go home do you know what yeah let me just be honest with y'all sometimes you need a safe space to go and express yourself you want to feel held you want to feel but but she do you not feel like she held. was being held by her girl who i said was creating a safe space for her and do you know what she was i think that this is not the girl's it's not the girl's fault 
It's I think that it's just Hattie. The girl, she was going to go home. The girlfriend's probably going to tell her what she needed to hear, not what she wanted to hear. And I think that the girlfriend also had to wake up early in the morning. And Hattie was like, yeah, just go and do your thing kind of thing. And I think that she just wanted an escape. I think she wanted to feel validated. Because one thing her, her girlfriend, would, I think she did always support her. But she challenged her. But she too. challenged her a lot, and, and I feel like Hattie just didn't want to be challenged. Yeah, that night. Probably. sometimes you don't want to be challenged. But it's like the people that challenge you. And I was saying this to you the other day. Like the people, you have to have people around you that challenge you because then you won't grow. If people are like, yes, yes, you're doing the right thing, or yes, you know, you're. But sometimes I feel like we need our friends to hold us through the mud and be in the mud with us. Five minutes. They, I think and just I, for five. I, I completely agree with you. There needs to be some a bit more of a balance. Mm-hmm. I would. I would say. Because I feel tough love doesn't always work every single time. It doesn't work, mm. but you can't have people agreeing with you. Do you know what I mean? Just just to make you feel better. Mm. Like you can. Do you know what people can make you feel better without agreeing with you? But at the same time, I to- I just think that you know people are right. We should be challenging the people around us, and I think mm. that Hattie's woman did that, and that's why she was like she's able to grow. Like even with the script stuff, yeah, when she was telling her the script's not ready, da 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 da. Like she wasn't saying that because she was jealous or anything. She was saying that because that was her. It actually like, wasn't opinion. ready as well. It wasn't ready, yeah. and uh, I yeah. mean, she by luck she got uh, an agent. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Black writers. Yeah, because they needed tokenism. <laughs> tokenism. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sometimes it works that way. Like, listen, yeah. as long as you get through the door, it don't. Really, mm. Yeah. But yeah, do you know what I mean? I feel like that woman really, even from the beginning of like her not wanting to date her because she was another masculine presenting, she continuously challenged her and helped her to grow, and I think that was so beautiful. I mean, but you're right. Sometimes you don't want that. I I, do you know what? I don't think she wanted it because it was too fresh from what happened with her dad. And I think with her dad, she hadn't seen her dad for 10 years. He's come on stage and publicly said all these things that declared his love for her, which she needed to hear for a long time. So she has to digest that. I feel like she had to digest what just happened with her dad mm. before someone gives her a tough, tough love. And I think that maybe if she went home, it would have been too soon. I just think, yeah, I just think it would have been too soon. But now she's going to cheat. We don't know. We don't know she We just literally, all, all she did was get in the car and they're driving. That's how the episode ended. And that's Listen, how the series ended. That, that girl that was asking <laughs> her to go to the, to the house was trying to get in them, We're them boxes. Find, we'll find that. When season three dropped, there better be a season three, you know. No, no, no. I'm sure there, there will be. better be a season three. Shout out to Lena Waif, man. She's really given yeah. us that, um, you know, the LGBT... You know, representation and, that and we like. Nana will say LGBT. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? LGBT, that, LGBT. Sound, that sound on TikTok. Um, LGBTQ. What's the LGBT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. It was making me laugh. Listen, that sound hilarious. on TikTok. Hilarious. And shout out to Kaylani as well for like giving us like, you know, the representation as well. Cause what is that in her music video? Yeah, in her music video. She's they got look new great babe. together. They look is that actually her new babes? Yeah, that's her, that's her babe. Oh. She's a lesbian now, so. Oh, somebody else said they're a lesbian now. Well, someone that I know. In real life. Is it? Someone that I dated three years ago. Which <laughs> race? <laughs> no, that wasn't three years ago. That was like 2017. You, did, you dated a mixed race person three, three years? years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> Your rap sheet? No. I can't remember. It's not. Your rap sheet's a bit long. Ago. Do you know what I mean? Your rap sheet's and a bit long. And they went long. with somebody the other day. And they what? They went with somebody the other day. Someone that we know. Did you speak to them? No, they went to they went to do things with somebody that we know. Can you say it? Beep it out. <laughs> Beep it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are they a lesbian? Yeah, they're a lesbian now. Is she? How old is? Oh, never mind. Don't worry. We're listening to things. We're disclosing information. Yeah, she's because we usually say like people. We wait for people to you know get into the late twenties before she's in the late twenties. Yeah, she's in the late twenties. Yeah, yeah. So she's um not that I'm trying to disclose more information about her, but she's but yeah, she's um okay saying that she's doing lesbian vibes. Good for her. I'm proud of her. Yeah. If you ever listen to this, I'm proud of you. Yeah. But also, you know, like sexuality is. For the most part, like, it's, like, it's fluid, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's fluid, as Isaiah Rashad said. Do you know, we didn't really finish talking about Isaiah Rashad, you know. Going back to Isaiah. Um, she, why okay. do you feel like he needed to talk? Do you think, like, it was a pride thing or it was, like, one of those, I need to act like an unbothered thing? Why he did this interview? I feel like I could see his nerves and I could feel his nerves as much as he was trying to portray you know like this confidence i could see that he was nervous and 
apparently he did pick Joe Budden to conduct that interview, even though like we agree that he probably wasn't the best person or the best that he wasn't prepared for that interview. Mm. He didn't do his research, but I feel like because he was even like saying I don't know it was just so it was coming off as nonchalant but I think it was just I feel like he was nervous I feel like even though he's had a lot of support and people saying like we don't care with sexuality and mind you I kind of hate when people say I don't care about your sexuality like do what you want live your life because I still don't feel like it's a hundred percent like acceptance it's just like yeah you can do that thing over there if that's saying I don't, I don't see color that's what to yeah, me it's the same thing that's and it's just yeah. like you better see my color because mm-hmm. this is a part of me you better see my sexuality because this is a part of me do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like so that's just whatever but i do feel like he was nervous and i feel like he, maybe he felt like he had to come out and say something and of course he didn't it's his choice but i just feel like i hope he made that decision for him and not because other people were telling him to or like because management or yeah family. or management or he felt like he owed anyone an, exp- an explanation i hope that wasn't the reason why he came out and did the interview i think it was but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hope it wasn't but i do think it was because i'm not gonna lie, i forgot about it I forgot about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I thought maybe there's a new project coming out and he needs to see whatever. There was also the Kendrick Lamar thing. I think Kendrick Lamar... That was, yeah, that that happened. And he obviously has a new album out. And in one of his songs, I can't remember what it's called, he was talking... He used some transphobic slurs, um, but he was using it... In support. In support of, you know, like yeah. his trans family members... And he was basically saying, like, he know, he knows better now. Like, all those things that he used to say back in the day, da da da, da he's unlearned them and he knows better. And some people do feel like maybe he shouldn't have used the words. Because um, now when he goes to a concert, you're going to have all these people, people who probably are transphobic use, yeah, shouting the words. Shouting the words, you know what I mean? And that's actually a good, very good point. Mm. And But I understand the people who... Because there's a lot of queer people who also said that, like oh, it's really not that deep, they understand the message. And there are people on, on the, either on the fence or on like either sides, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And I feel like it's up to you, like how you feel is valid. However you feel, because, you know, your experience is different, your relationship to like people not accepting you and all these things and homophobia and transphobia is different mm-hmm. and you are allowed to feel how you feel about yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? That's it, entirely, entirely up to you. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I think that um, I think that the intention was there. I think that a lot of times we all don't get it right, mm-hmm. but as long as the intention is there, there can be grace. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like this is a song that's out there now. It's not going nowhere. He's not going to change the song. He's not. The, no. He's there, isn't it? And I think that we can give it grace because it was done in good faith. Mm-hmm. I think that it was. Um, he had good intention there, and sometimes. When you are trying to put out a positive message, sometimes you do have to get a little bit greasy with it sometimes. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's very like, um, like you don't, you don't hold back. Like he's putting in people's faces. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think that like, he's he was just being real. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and that's his experience. He was being real. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's difficult though, because if a white person that's was, what was being thinking. real and went on, on stage and said, nigger, we wouldn't like that. Do you know what I mean? Even with the BBC thing, like, I was just that thinking happened. that. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking was that. Was it the top of this year or last year, something like that, where a reporter, you know, used the N word, but I think they weren't using it in a derogatory way. They were just like, I think they were telling a story or something that happened and they were using that word and every, like, most people were upset about it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I understand, like, I get it. Mm. Do you know, I feel like, is it, do you think most people are upset about it because it's the popular thing to do? Because we should be upset about it. Is it because it's like there's a we have a living in an echo chamber where everyone in the echo chamber is upset about it, or and we can't so we can't give it grace like we can the transphobic thing, or is it something that we should really be having out? Because the the rule should apply across the board. Then it really. should apply across the board. Like it really should apply across the board. I don't think I was one of those people that were really like angry at that news reporter for using the n word, um, and again like consistently like i'm just not that but as i said people have different relationships with the words like mm-hmm. i haven't been called like nigger to my face like five million times you know what i mean like i haven't and again i'm not a trans person and i haven't 
you know, felt that bigotry. I haven't felt that transphobia because I'm not a trans person. Mm -hmm. So people have different relationships with certain words and I feel like they're entitled to how they feel. Mm, It's true. I feel like, I feel like the trans people should speak about that. I think the trans people should tell us how to feel about that and we'll feel about that. I feel like, do you know, even though I said that I feel like it was a good message and da 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 da, mm-hmm. I feel like, do you know, if a trans person came to me and said no, it's like his, got his TikTok taken down because he was being yeah. racist to South Asians. Like, I watched the video and but, I just wonder, hmm, I don't, he's just, this is what he does. And I, whether I like him or not is neither here nor there, but I just looked, watched it and said, this is very on brand for him to yeah. something to do. But, but when research, I saw that somebody um gave it, when somebody from the South Asian community said, this is why it's offensive. Yeah. I said, yeah. They said it was a prayer, wasn't it? Yeah. I said, yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So it's the same thing. And we can accept that. And I feel like when a community tells you that they don't like something, you should just take that on board. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And respect it. Like, you know, you can completely just take it on board and respect it. That's that's my thing on it. But mm. I've seen that, as I said, people on the fence. There were some trans people saying they get it. Yeah. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, you know, I don't know. There's just so much. This Me and I have been saying a lot lately, and it's not black or white. That's been our favorite saying. It's so not like there's gray. so many layers. There's so much um, gray. And I feel like there's so many layers. Kendrick Lamar's a celebrity. The person on the news isn't. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like celebrities are probably given the most grace out of many people, right. but at the same time, we're also also quick to tear them down. Mm-hmm. So it's just so many layers. Nothing is black or white. But I just feel like my trans brothers and sisters can educate us on that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Educate best on it anyway. Yeah, definitely. For yeah, probably not for us to even say how we necessarily feel about it because we're not trans. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? For real. So, um, life has been lifing. I think I could say, I could speak for everyone. I say everyone says that life has been lifing. Retrograde, this Mercury retrograde is retrograde. And I think this is the hardest one. <laughs> it has been mad. And I just, we just wanted to end the episode just by sending love to a lot of people. Because we have been going through it too. That Partly why we've been going for seven, seven weeks is because we have been going through it. If you follow me on Twitter, you and I have been going through it. And lots of people have also sent me DMs, like sending me love and sharing their stories of their struggles. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate like every single person that has, there's some that I haven't responded to because I haven't necessarily had the capacity to, but I will get there. But I do appreciate everybody. And I just feel like as a community, we need to hold each other a bit more. But it's difficult when you're going through stuff as well, which I definitely understand. But give each other grace. It's true, yeah. It's nice to, um, because even me, like people have messaged me and, you know, DM'd me. And it's actually really nice to see that, sending love. And again, I, I don't have the capacity to really talk about, like maybe the ins and outs of what I'm going through, but it's really nice to receive that love. And it mm. does feel like people actually do care, even if it's in like on social media, like mm. it's really nice. And yeah, my life is hard. Like as an adult, like it's really hard to navigate life, especially if these are like, we're going through life and we're experiencing things for the first time all the time. Mm-hmm. So it is hard. And yeah, man, it's just about, like grace it's just yeah about grace it's and about grace and, and yeah giving people grace and forgiving people and yeah. you know like we're gonna make mistakes along the way we're only mm. human we haven't been here before as i just said and yeah just give people grace give well, them unless time. you believe in reincarnation we've been here before thanks for that thanks yeah i believe in um, reincarnation so something like i feel like i've been on to, anyway continue that's another subject <laughs> <laughs> Been there before, <laughs> no, but I do you know, do you know what I mean? I get we, yeah, we have mm-hmm. to send each other grace, but also, um, I think that everyone is going through it, everyone's just going through it. I've, do it's you know, been a hard time, it's been a, there's been a lot of loss as well, there's been a lot of loss that is really sort of very, very hard to grapple with, you know, like just across the board mm-hmm. all the time, and it's very sad, yeah. And I'm um, speaking of loss, somebody from the queer community, someone called Zena. Um, recently passed away. It's been about two weeks ago now on the weekend and they were quite frequent at Pussy Palace and a lot of the queer spaces and there's, there's somebody that we spoke to quite a few times and they're not here anymore and it's really difficult to, whether you're close to somebody, even Shay as well, a few, like maybe like two months ago, Shay passed away as well and I, I guess it's a very small community so when somebody is lost, whether you knew them or not, we all know about it. Mm-hmm. We all know about it. And we're, 
it's really scary when somebody's here one day and they're not here the next and then when you find that what they were struggling with and how much they were struggling it's, it's also easy to feel guilt but these are all different stages of grief and I just feel like as much as you have grace with each other have grace for yourself as well absolutely um, a lot of these things are triggering and but just speak about it like just opening up and speaking about it helps do you know what I mean you've got if you've got friends or loved ones or even if social media is an outlet mm-hmm. just let it out like and if you've got access to like to get counseling please get that whether yes. and every single borough has a mental health um support team yes so um, yeah they called it. it used to be talking therapies but i think they're called something else now but you can literally go on your local council and you can find yeah you can find talking therapy i've yeah. done it myself because it's, it's child's been hard yeah it's been difficult um, you know i have my first bereavement counseling today mm-hmm. and i cried in the counseling session mm-hmm. and but it's like so it's important. needed you know i, mean, I learned, it was only one session i've learned so much yeah. from the one session so Listen, yeah we take care of well we try to take care of our bodies maybe we don't always do it so well but it's also equally important to take care of the mind so yeah yeah definitely and yeah, we just want to send love to all of Zena's friends, family who are close, and we just hope they're resting in peace. Yeah, and we just want to end the episode like that. So um, make sure you use the hashtag Tutu's Podcast. Um, do follow our TikTok. Like we said, we have things coming up. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And um, until next week. <laughs>